Let's face it, living takes guts and living a full life takes a lot of guts. Igniting Courage podcast is the place you can come to get a blast of courage from real people who are clawing their way through life just like you are. We're gonna talk about big courage and also little daily courage. You'll hear people's opinions on how to build courage and how to summon it when you would rather join the circus and never be heard from again. So welcome. I'm glad you had the guts to show up for this conversation. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us for Igniting Courage podcast episode 43. This is the fourth of my what the heck was Anne up to this spring that required so much courage series. I've been putting it together. We talked about my head shaving. We talked about the um, Hawaiian networking situation, my mountain biking chicken. Um, Now it's time to hear about my trip to Malawi and how it kicked off with the necessity for a lot of courage from me. So listen in, enjoy, and have an awesome day. On June 21st, 2019, I met up with 13 other Americans in London on our way to Malawi for a two-week high school building expedition. I was their leader, (laughs) and my courage was tested, but not maybe how you'd think. I'd been to Malawi, a very small, very poor country in southern Africa, twice. I'd also visited Kenya, Zimbabwe, and had lived in Egypt when I was young. So the prospect of visiting Africa was exciting. I had led several other expeditions before and helped to lead an expedition specifically to Malawi to work on this exact same school two years before. So it wasn't the project that required my courage. It was at 10.07 in the morning, turning away from the Kenyan Airways desk in Nairobi, two hours after our flight to Malawi took off about to deliver the news to 13 Americans who had already been flying and waiting in airports for 32 hours that our replacement flight from Malawi was set to take off at midnight. The next day. (laughs) It wasn't that I was worried about their reactions. I hadn't even gotten that far in my mind. I was worried about my reaction. You see, I too had been traveling for 32 hours in the same pair of pants. I hadn't eaten breakfast on the flight from London, and it was well past my feeding time. I also hadn't drunk enough water or slept well on the plane. I was exhausted, I was hungry, and I was desperately wanted to get to Malawi, to my hotel home for the next two weeks, and get this long-anticipated expedition started. And I wanted a fresh pair of pants. Now... I was stuck in Malawi for 36 hours. I didn't know the quality of the hotel the airline would put us up in, so I didn't know whether I'd have a decent shower or a comfortable bed or an easy way to find my next meal. I have a very strict feeding schedule. (laughs) I also needed to figure out what the heck I was going to do for the next 30 hours, 36 hours, in a city I didn't know with these 13 people, 10 of whom I had just met for the first time in London the night before. So... In that moment, you can see how I just wanted to complain. I wanted to be negative. I wanted to curse the incompetence of the airline for not being able to get us where we were going. I wanted to shake my fist at the sky and lay on the ground and kick my feet and scream about how things never go the way I planned. And I wanted a hamburger. (laughs) And as I turned around ready to heave a big sigh and mope over to them and lean on my boyfriend for comfort and lament about how crappy the situation was, I saw 13 sets of eyes looking at me, wondering what was about to happen, 
and looking at me to communicate that somehow it was all going to be okay. I was their leader. And this moment would define the group's attitude for the rest of the trip. And two weeks is a long time with a bunch of really negative people. (laughs) How I presented this would tell them how to respond. I turned back around to the desk as if I'd forgotten something. I heaved my sigh, then I filled my lungs. I stuck my index fingers in the corner of my mouth and shoved them upwards and turned around and with all the fake energy that I could muster, I said, all right guys, we are all set. We got a hotel, we got a ride to the hotel and tickets on the next flight out of here tomorrow night. Well, let's go find a flat surface to lay down and I'll get in touch with Kindy and see what kind of adventure she can cook up while we're here. And the mood was set. Often it takes a lot of courage to not express your negative feelings, especially when it's the only thing in the world you want to do. But remember, your positivity matters and it's contagious. It gives those less courageous the permission to find a positive attitude and it could turn around the atmosphere of the whole thing. Whether you have a role of leader or not, finding a positive approach, or at least not an outlook that has a rain cloud permanently pouring on everything in sight, means that you are a leader. Now for some of us, it's not our default setting. And in the moment, it's often not what we wanna do, but it leads to so much better outcomes. (laughs) Had we dissolved into negativity, our 36 hours in Nairobi would have been a miserable disaster. And who knows what the next two weeks would have been like. Happily, we had a blast. We went to a school that our nonprofit supports. We went to an elephant orphanage to see tiny, beautiful, baby elephants rolling around in the mud. And we went to the giraffe center to meet and feed some very tall and very cool young ladies. We also had some delicious meals. The hotel was gorgeous. So by the time we finally made it to Malawi, we had bonded and ended up having a spectacular time on the whole trip. And that was a good thing too, because every day there was another twist and turn and change of plans and the whole group just rolled with it. They laughed and we came out stronger and happier people and lifelong friends. Now, unfortunately, I can't say the same for those pants I was wearing. At the airport in Nairobi the next night when we were waiting to board our trip to Malawi, I knelt down to take someone's picture and the rear seam split. (laughs) They were older pants, and after making 10 new friends, traveling for 65 or so hours on three continents, on five planes, and to two animal attractions, they gave up the fight. (laughs) Fortunately, my luggage met me in Malawi, and I had a few other wardrobe options that functioned fine for the rest of the trip. So have the guts to buck the negativity trend. Negativity might feel good in the moment, but it won't for long and contributes to a pretty yucky environment overall. Have the courage to spread sunshine. People may think you're a happy little dipshit, but there are way worse things to be known as, if you ask me. And you're the one watching this podcast. Apparently, you are asking me. Good luck, everybody. Go out there and spread some glitter.